Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, parents, welcome to the Crazy Cool Family podcast in some very crazy times. So crazy. Isn't this just insane? We are going to talk about today what everyone has been talking about wherever you go and whatever you do. And of course, that is the cancellation of the NBA season. That is not what everybody's talking about. There just aren't even very many people that care about that. But those of you that do, I'm so sorry. It's been canceled. The Cowboys are talking with Dak Prescott about his contract. No, that too is not not what we're talking about. Nor do we, I mean, isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy how the things that were so important to us are not so important anymore because everybody's talking about the coronavirus. Yes, and, and the pandemic, pandemic, whatever it is, the pandemonium and <laughs> the pandemic. Well, isn't it, isn't it interesting that in the word pandemic is also the same word that's pandemonium, exactly. which is craziness, yes, chaos, exactly. And so, hey, crazy cool parents, how do you navigate the next day? the next few weeks, the next few months. Um, How do we navigate this? And so if you looked at our Instagram post, uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things today, but we summarized it in one thing that we want to leave with you. If you take away one thing today, it's this. Crazy cool families and crazy cool parents create family connections out of worldly chaos. Crazy cool parents create family connections out of worldly chaos. Hey, parents, The world doesn't get to tell you how to think and feel. We need to absorb what's going on in the world. But when you let the world tell you and your family how to think and feel and do, then you're going to run into trouble. And so we're going to talk about where the chaos comes in. And we get to choose if it's chaos or if it's peaceful, if it's connection, if it's joy, we get to choose. That's right. If it's unity and all Mm -hmm. the things that we talk about at Crazy Cool Family. And actually, you have a great opportunity right now to do some wonderful things in your family. And we want to give you just some, some things we've thought about. Yeah, just some practical. Because yeah. we've been through our own chaos and we've been through our own stuff and we've been doing some reading and thinking and talking with our kids and other families and everything else. So um, let's share some things. First of all, how about a scripture we share? And that is from James 1, 2, and 3. It says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. And would everyone agree that the coronavirus is a trial? We didn't, it's not sin. We didn't do anything to cause it in our family. Right. We didn't, it's not the we, consequence of our actions. Yeah, it, it's just a trial. And we have trials come to us all the time. And James 1, 2, and 3 says, Consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And it goes on to say that it's going to eventually lead to joy. And so the trials, God wants you to use trials and use adversity in your life and in your family to to figure out where he is and so we can create joy. And that's what builds the the faith when we when we're talking about that. It's an opportunity for us to lean in, press into God and to build our faith. 
So let's give you, we're going to go over a few things that we um, want to focus on. So the first one is your family. I mean, you are, you're in these four walls of your home now. There's probably a lot more than four walls, but you are in these, in there with your family. You haven't been quarantined from them. (laughs) And you're going to be with them a lot more. Yes, exactly. Uh, We're already experiencing that as we are seeing, we've got, you know, we've got a college student that's come, possibly coming home now because they're online. We've got kids. Their school's well, we've online. had a spring break and we have uh, have off this week and we've just heard that they now have off next week. And so we anticipate this being an opportunity for us to connect for the, at least the rest of the month of March, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. And, and let's talk to you parents first. We know that just like us, you are fearful you are concerned, you are mad, maybe anxious, are, frustrated, yes, and, and you are your, your lives are disrupted and the and, routines and, out of balance and, and all that, you know, it, but it's our job as parents to, to crazy cool parents filter what they're going through. And we, that's why we talk about it first. We pursue God because parents, if you're not going to God and getting a filter and a read on things, mm-hmm. how are you ever going to deliver that to your kids? And so in the midst of the chaos, what's God saying to you? How can we first take our own frustrations and, and, and then... Well, take care of yourself. I yeah. mean, you've got to be your healthiest, best self. And you do that with communicating with your spouse and communicating with God and get filled up with Him. And with trusted friends. For you know, sure. Get, and then, but, but then, how are you going to deliver this message to your kids? And not only deliver on? it to them, but invite them in. Invite them in to talk about their fears because they are seeing and hearing and feeling everything that's going on around them. But they don't have any kind of experience base or wisdom. And we don't either, actually. Right. But they don't have... Have, they don't even begin to know how to deal with it. And so they're watching you. How's mom dealing with it? How's she responding? How's dad reacting? Are they angry? Are they mad? You know, and then what? how our reaction creates in them their reaction. You know, I was thinking about this. It's like, think about what would happen if someone died in your family. You know, if, if you were, you know, and you would immediately go, okay, now how are we going to take this news and deliver it to our children and involve well, them in the remember when my process? nieces... My niece's father died. We presented it to him that what happened to Simba's father on The Lion King, we gave them a filter that they would understand. This is what's happened to your yeah, father. It's a tragic deal. Yes, it, it's it, the same thing. How are you going to deliver the message of this different new norm yeah. to and, your and, kids? And how are you going to do it in a way that, you know, we talk a lot at Crazy Cool Family about asking questions mm-hmm. and about connecting with your kids. And rather than just come in and be you know, can I just get you to stop railing on the government and railing on the situation? Never going to be very effective. What if you go in and just ask your kids, hey, what do you guys think about this? You know, what are you hearing? What's going on? And just start asking questions. And as they start to tell you things, then you can start to guide their thoughts into the truth. And and guess what? You're connecting with them and you are you're experiencing a benefit to your relationship rather than, oh, here's dad just, you know, railing again on the government or, you know, or, or you know, whatever the media is saying or whatever. Right. And let's just get away from that and start to change our dialogue, change our way of thinking with our families. Well, and it is a it is a fearful time because fear comes with the unknown and there is a lot of unknown that is out there. And so I just 
just want to encourage you parents. First John 4, 18 says, perfect love casts out fear. And so you know who gets to give our children perfect love? It's us. Parents, we're the ones that are the vessels that get to give the most love to our children. So we're the ones that get to cast out the fear. And we so don't go... be the fear bringers. Don't right. be the fear carriers. Be the love bearers. And you got to go get that love from God. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because a... he knows the unknown. He's yeah. he's He knows it all. Well, and, and let's also kind of transition that to our next point, which is also about knowledge. So we, we go to God and we have him filter through it for us. But it's also prudent for us as parents to go get knowledgeable about what's going on. Because when the unknown becomes the known, we are empowered to make wise decisions. And so at the beginning of this whole thing, when I didn't know anything and I didn't know the facts, I was very fearful. But as I started to educate, we started to educate ourselves. Then it's like, oh, okay, I understand that. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, I, I, I want to do that. I want to go there. I want to understand. And that means that, uh, you know, in, in our day and age of the Internet, there are lots of resources out there. So and I would recommend don't just stick with your pet resource go this is a big deal i mean go read about a lot of different people's opinions on things and you'll you'll start to build a consensus of information out there but really parents this is not something just to let it kind of just throw up on your kids. Yeah, don't listen to the news in front of your kids. I mean, I am not a big big advocate of hiding things from our kids. I actually believe in going ahead and sharing it with them and letting them experience life as life is happening, but not when it comes to listening to the news. And I think it's just because they use a drama tone of voice, and it's just so scary to listen to them. It's like the world's coming to an end all the yeah. time just in their tone of voice. Yeah, and it's not. I mean, we know that it's, it's not. not. All we're doing is... You know, really, one of the things we're telling our kids is that all we're doing is we're backing down a little bit so that we can slow things down and help everybody recover. Right. And we'll talk about that in just a minute as we talk about. Well, so know, another thing is just age appropriate stuff that you're sharing with your kids. When you've assimilated all of this information, make sure that you're sharing what your three year old can handle and what your 17 year old can handle. And your 17 year old needs to be able to handle more because they're not going to understand why can't I go hang out with my friends? Why can't I go do this? Why can't I? I do my live my life as I've always lived my life. And so they're going to need to know more of the details, more of the ugly details so that they can be informed to make the wise decisions. And it comes back to having those discussions, having them, you know, what if they agreed with you? You know, like, for example, we have a 16 year old and he's driving. And so we are having discussions with him right now about where he's going to go and what he's going to hang out with. He's a good kid. Or we're not really nervous about him doing bad things. It's really just a matter of what's how, how are we going to teach him the right things? And really, parents, how are we going to be the example too? what right. are what are we doing and what are we letting them do? You know, it could come down to you have a, a middle schooler or you maybe you have a, you know, a, a three year old who's not going to daycare anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, why is that happening and how are you going to explain that? And, and so often, uh, you know, James one five says it's you know, we were talking about James one, two and three. If you go a little bit further in that chapter, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Hey, parents, go read it. That let it filter through God and then let God show you how to address it with your kids. Exactly. Filter, let God give you the wisdom to know what to share with each of your different children in their different time frames. So, so a lot of the things that we've been talking about so far are internally focused. They are things that um, within your family, what to do and what we've really said, you know, going back to uh, 
we crazy co-parents create family connections out of worldly chaos. What opportunities are you going to do to create those opportunities? But there's also things as we interact with our world out there, a couple of points we want to go over. And one of them is, is just looking to flip it to being a service oriented family versus a, um, maybe a, a selfish oriented family. Yeah. So be focused on others. Take care of your family to allow space for others that are sick. I, I remember being so frustrated with the hoopla of all of this. And I remember thinking it's just a virus. What is going on? If you've got a strong immune system, you're going to be fine. And we were not fearful for our family because we all. felt like we, we were reading about it and we're thinking there's no way it's going to, I mean, it's going to be the flu. Okay. It's just the flu. I don't exactly. know how many times I've heard me and other people say it's just the flu. Right. Right. Exactly. But when it was explained to me that it's actually not about me, <laughs> that it's about my family staying out of the way. And when it does that, then it protects others and it provides other, others. Then what it did for me is it actually changed that fear of, oh no, this is something, something's bad and this is terrible. It changed it to, oh, I'm protecting others. I'm looking out for others. And kind of an anger of being restricted. You know, nobody yes. likes to be put in a straight jacket. Don't tell and me so, what I have to do or yes, can't, can't, and, can't and do. Especially don't have the government tell me what oh, I have to do yeah. or, you know, and, and these people are, you know, there's conspiracy theories and everything else, but what if we flip it in our family to, and again, not that we have to go overboard with our fear, but just say, Hey, what, how can we serve people? How can we serve the greater community? One of the things we understood and our, and our understanding, I should say, is that by slowing the virus down, we are protecting the hospitals from a surge. What, what, it's not that we can't handle it. Some people, yes, it's some people can't handle it, but really it's that there's going to, it's going to overwhelm our system. And so by slowing our medical the, system, our medical system. Yeah. I just remember seeing a post and it showed a picture of the aisles with the toilet paper and it's all gone. And underneath it, it had a, the words that said, and this is what's going to happen to our hospitals if we're not careful. And it's a difference between having or not having, it's a difference between a respirator and not, you know, life and death. And so we don't want to put anybody in the situation where they have to choose one sick person over another sick person. And so many times when adversity happens, when the trials that James 1 talks about mm -hmm. come at us, it is an opportunity to teach our family to serve and love others. You know, um, I don't know if you guys remember really, but you know how the country came together at 9-11. Oh, right. And what it, what oh, a, it was and, beautiful. And everybody was together and everybody wanted to help. So and, helpful. And, you know, and it was it was so uh, such relief efforts and things. And, and um, this is a, you know, we kind of think of this as a time as this. It's just a time to teach. When adversity comes, we can teach our kids how to serve and love. And so just a practical way, I just think about just leave some toilet paper and water for the next person, right. you know, just take what you need. I mean, I hope that this whole toilet paper fiasco will be a joke and that our children at some point in time will laugh about this and they'll be like, remember that you remember that time in 2020 when we didn't have any toilet paper? Yeah, it's already there's, a joke. Oh, yeah. There's like commemorative earrings that are little toilet paper <laughs> rolls. But things like like in Macy's apartment, her neighbors um, left a little Lysol can and said, in case you're having a hard time finding this, here we here's some for you. And I just, I love that. That's my favorite thing about um, people and how we embrace each other in times of trials and how we look out for each other and we take care of each other and the creativeness that comes out and all the different ideas that, that surface when they're, when we're, when we're thrown into an uncomfortable 
disarray of unroutine. Absolutely. And and can you see parents were flipping your thinking to think differently, to take your fears and to channel it into something good. That's what God wants you to do. It's not that he understands your fear. He understands oh, the sure. emotion of he understands the uncertainty. And and so he just wants you to take that and then process it with him so you can get over your fear and then how you're going to deliver it to your family and how you're going to in, engage them in it. And the last one's related to that. And it also, it relates to how we embrace authority, that this is a great opportunity. Not only do we serve, but we also honor oh. th- that we honor the authorities. Romans 13 says all authorities are established by God. There is no authority, but that God has established. And so we want to show our kids how to support the people that serve us in our government, in our schools, in our medical fields. It even relates to um, how you're dealing with your um, gymnastics place that you go to. Right. Or how or the, dealing, all the events that have been canceled. Yeah, I mean, how you're dealing with your sports teams or your child Like McCade center. had um, been working all spring break on getting stronger in his track event. And he was looking so forward to the um, track um, track, meet. track meet that was going to happen on Tuesday because he knew that his he knew that he was going to have a leg up on everybody yeah. and he was disappointed. No pun intended. <laughs> with track meet, right? He was going to have a leg up. <laughs> he was disappointed that he wasn't going to get to compete because yeah. it's been canceled. Well, but that's a great idea. I mean, it's a great uh, thought. How do you process that with your kid? We're kind of going back to those first two points, but you're going to see them as you ask questions. Only way Suzanne knew that is because she asked questions to McCade. He says, oh, I'm, I'm disappointed. You know, I didn't know that. I didn't ask the question. She did. But because she did, she was able to process it. And one of those, going back to the authorities, you know, our kids will mirror how we treat others. Right. I was so convicted of this. I mean, I just kept saying in the beginning of this whole thing, when it started unfolding at, at the beginning of last week, this is so stupid. Everybody's overreacting. There's got to be facts that we're missing. We've got fine immune systems. It's going to be fine. It's just a virus. I just keep saying it's just a virus. And so then I started hearing my kids say the same thing. They were, it's just a virus. I'm fine. You know, Madeline and I were even saying, yeah, Madeline's already had it, you know, just kind of flippantly without. She didn't really have it. <laughs> no. She, and just insensitively just go, this is so stupid. This is so dumb. And the Lord so convicted me. And I just remember, I remember, remember when I came in the next morning and I just said, Don, wait a second. It's this, wait a second. Like I'm doing, I'm coming at this all wrong. I'm coming at this with anger and frustration and I'm being an example for my kids. You ever have one of those moments when your wife is struggling and then she all of a sudden has a breakthrough and you're like, oh wow, this is awesome. (laughs) You're like, great. Now I don't have to help her break through. (laughs) God, you're so good. Exactly. And I just remember when it flipped and I just, and, and, and God changed it and there was a different spirit that came over me and I started being grateful and I was glad that I wasn't in charge and I was glad that there's actually people that are way smarter than me that do know what's going on and that I might not know what's going on and that God's even protecting me from knowing the full of it because that would be overwhelming and I would be anxious and he's just letting me know a little bit at a time the pieces that I can handle along the way. And you know what, parents, our leaders, our government people, they, even our, you know, or other organizations we deal with, they're going to make mistakes and they're going to do things that you don't like and they're going to do things that you disagree with. God doesn't say that he put authorities in place that are perfect. 
He said he put authorities in place and that we are to honor them. And so and let's pray for them because they aren't perfect and they do need God's wisdom. They knew they do need to press in and know what God has for them and for our country. I love it that the president made March 15th National Day of Prayer, that he right. did stop for a minute and he refocused all of us so that we would realize that the government's not in charge. We might think it is, but it's not. It's God that is in charge. And when we honor the government, we are honoring God. So we look to serve, we look to honor. Those are two words I want to just place into your consciousness uh, as, we, we, as we also connect with our family. Um, as we wrap it up, um, we want to alert you to some things. We want to leave you with something very, very practical. And we have a lot of free resources on our website that can really now guess what parents you're going to be with your kids a lot more over and the so next we just want to encourage you yeah. to use this time to build family memories to build great family memories how incredible would it be if, we're, if our kids look back and they remember being quarantined and a pandemic and the coronavirus if any of those words come up they're like ah oh, remember that yeah it's kind of like a big sleepover that was awesome <laughs> that was so cool remember we did this this and this mom it's like yeah. an extended vacation remember when we played this Remember when we, I mean, drew a line in the sand and brothers and sisters used to fight, but now they don't because we changed, we took back some ground. That Versus time. if they said something like, you remember the coronavirus? <clears throat> remember how stressful that was? And remember how, <laughs> remember how we hated all being at home together? <laughs> yes, exactly. We don't want them to say that. And so we do have some resources. Go to crazycoolfamily.com. They're free resources. And there's just a few of them. I'm just going to um, share with you how to get rid of fits in your home. There's a real good chance that your children and or you are going to be throwing fits during this time period yes. as the walls start closing in. And so that's just a, a helpful um, way to redirect that. There's also a chore chart to help build self-sufficient kids. Hear me on this, moms. You cannot do it all. You will be beyond exhausted if you're not getting to have a break and you're having to do everything. And so I encourage you to delegate that. It's good for your kids. They thrive in responsibility. And it's good for you to start training them now to do their things, to do their laundry. Five-year-olds can do laundry. You know, three-year-olds can help unload the dishwasher. You, we've got a whole chore chart there for you. Another one is um, ways to stop sibling fighting. I am trusting and believing that you are going to have several opportunities <laughs> um, to help redirect your children on how to get along. You think if our kids are at home a lot, they're going to fight some? I think they're going to um, get on each other's very last <laughs> nerves. And as parents, we can show them how to what to do with that when people do get on our nerves. And then we've got dinner table topics. Yeah, we're going to have dinner more together now that we can't go to restaurants as much. Or at least. <laughs> yeah, because they're all takeout now. So you're yeah. going to have to eat the, either in the car together or at home together. Yeah, and so uh, we are planning on more family meals. And plus, you know, if the sports, sporting activities and the extracurricular are done, we're going to be spending more time at home. Well, uh, those are some great. Uh, what if you use that time, parents, as a time just to introduce some topics maybe you haven't talked about before? And those are some suggestions to do that, how to do that. Yeah, and so we've got another one, 25 actions to create culture. And culture is just what's happening in your home. It's how you're interacting with each other. And so now you've been given the gift of time to be able to literally rearrange the culture in your home. And so go get that resource and sit down with your family and talk about it and add to it. You didn't, I mean, that's it's an unlimited amount. Um, and so add to how you want the culture in your home to be. And then, parents, this one's for you. Um, great things to say to your child. 
I know as you fall into bed each night, you're going to be empty and you're going to be thinking, I only said negative things to my child all day. So go over this list and pick two or three out that you might want to say to your child, um, throughout the coming days to help build them up and encourage them. Because once again, we want them to walk away from this time period going, that was a really cool time. I love that. How, what would it be like if our kids said, Mom, I wish we could be quarantined again next year? I mean, what, what would that be like? And then the last thing, we've got one more research that we're putting on there for you guys, and it's um, things to do specifically in this time of quarantine. And it's just got some ideas, and you'll find these resources absolutely everywhere. But we just wanted to give you a crazy cool family resource just so that you can, if your creativity is starting to wane. A coronavirus special <laughs> resource yeah. that's going to help you with, with quarantine situations. Remember the quarantine of 2020 <laughs> is what that we should label that probably. Hey, but let's wrap up with, were there any others in there? No, that's it. So, I got them all. Yeah. yeah. So um, check them out. Crazycoolfamily.com. Yeah. So remember what we talked about the first crazy cool parents create family connections out of worldly chaos. You, what if... What if parents you looked at and we don't know how long this is going to go. You know, some people ask me, how long do you think it is? I think, you know, it could be a few weeks. It could be a few months. That's for sure going to be at the end of March. I don't think it's going to be more than a few months, though. And so I think you're looking at that time frame. And as a as a dad, but do I, not worry about tomorrow for today has enough yeah. worries of its own. But, but as a dad, I can go. I can do that. You know, I can right. do a few weeks. I can do a couple months. And what if you guys, you looked at this time and you said, okay, whatever I'm going to do in the next, well, I don't know. And if it, if it, if you think it's going to be a couple of months and it and it's only happens in a couple of days and everything goes back to normal, you're like, okay, bon win. bonus. Win, okay. Win, right. But, but let's think if we had two months to dramatically change our family, to use an, a crisis and a, a, a bit of adversity to and, and we're still okay guys we haven't you know it's not like the you know the world isn't coming to an end literally we're just slowing things down a little bit what if we use that time to and we look back in a couple months or look up in a couple months and we say wow that had a dramatic positive impact on my family oh for it sure had, it improved Instead the culture of, yeah it improved the the connections in our home if you look at your family dashboard it deepened the relationships in there Hey, you've got a great opportunity to do that over the next few weeks or a few months. Yeah, and instead of seeing this time period as a time that you've got to survive, I've just got to survive it till I get the kids back in school, until the husband goes back to work. Look at it as a time to thrive. It is. I mean, I'm seeing it as a gift, as a gift from God, because the one thing we don't have is time. And we've built our lives to be so busy, and we're running around 100 miles an hour in a thousand different directions. And this has been a gift of time yep. given to us to press in and pay attention to what is important which is relationships don't let the world tell you what to fear don't let the world tell you what to do see this as an opportunity to do what we said at the first to create those family connections out of the world of chaos so hope this helps and we hope you've uh, benefited from this we hope you'll implement this in your family so go be crazy parents in these crazy times crazycoolfamily.com <laughs>